0: Hey, what's up, voice community? This is your host, Charles. Um, we are going back into interviewing business owners today. And I had the pleasure to actually been connected with this person for a while. She's out from Westlake Village. And one of the things that caught my attention was that she had an only all-women's gym only, right? So um, it was interesting to me because, uh, one, you know, I'm, I'm always inspired by other people when they're starting businesses, especially for people who want to focus on something that means to them. So I'm actually very excited to hear how her story came up and um, she even took the time to drive out here from Westlake Village. So thank you for coming by, Lola. How are you today?
1: Good, thank you for inviting me. I'm super excited. Yeah,
0: of course. So um, we had uh, talked about you coming in here regardless of your certain situation right now. So um, would love to hear a little about that because I think that's inspiring to see how you pivoted from that. So, um, for all the listeners, can we get a little bit of background of who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, currently, right now, I am a personal trainer. I own a gym out in Westlake. Um, just currently growing that and bringing other trainers in to also grow their business as well. Nice. Um, and I started, actually, with playing ice hockey. So. Oh,
0: okay. I have seen that. You, you had yeah. some pictures of you doing ice hockey.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I was involved in sports and... Hockey was my number one, and in 2018, I was training for the Olympics, just taking it fully serious. Really? Yeah, it was an amazing experience, um, but I have cut that journey short because I had multiple health issues that I had Mm. to focus on, ranging from when I was born, I had cancer, I've had hip surgery, I was paralyzed for three weeks um, when I was 10 or 11. Wow. Yeah, and then in 2018, I was just so sick that... I had to stop doing everything and fully focus on myself and my health, which was most important. Um, And once I healed from everything, I wanted to learn as much as I could about the mind and the body and seeing how much that benefits you to staying healthy. Mm -hmm. So I became certified and everything that I learned was so intriguing just because I feel like I've experienced so much with my body. Mm -hmm. And once I became certified, I obviously wanted to share that with others. And started my at home you know training service, doing right, house right. calls, and that took about a year for me to then need a space to bring my clients to and that's what where I'm at now. That's
0: awesome. I actually didn't know that you know what you had as far as like in past history. So that, that's pretty inspiring that you decided to pivot towards your general health. What Why, why fitness? I mean, what, what made you lean towards that? You could have probably, you know, become, I don't know, neuroscience or something like that, right? <laughs> like figure out how to <laughs> avoid all that.
1: Honestly, one of the biggest things, there's two things. First, neuroscience, anything like that, I feel like that is so challenging mm. and takes so many years for to sure. understand. For sure, I mean, yeah, right. And I just don't think I have the mental mm-hmm. capacity for that. Um, <laughs> of course training is challenging The You know, studying, there was so much to learn So much about the body But I think because Everything I went through was You know, head to toe something Whether it was concussions or Like I said, my hip surgery it, There was so much stuff to autoimmune diseases I felt that learning general health and fitness Would kind of pinpoint all of those things That I didn't get much information on in the past mm-hmm. Um And I also, once I healed from everything, I, with my health, I gained a lot of weight because I was in a pretty bad place. Hockey was my identity, and so was my health because that's what I was used to. Yeah,
0: most people coming out of sports definitely have that identity-ish crisis issue. Absolutely,
1: yeah. And so I just kind of let myself go. I gained, I don't even know, probably 40 pounds. I was heavy. And was treating my body really poorly, getting fast food all the time, mm. even though I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't good for me. Um, and 2020, I was like, I have to make a change for myself okay. because- So you did this during COVID. Yeah. It, hmm. I started January 1st and I was like, I've got to do this for myself for because sure. I can't, I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore right, 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 right. in the mirror and just was really consistent. I also started the whole certification process for being a trainer um, mid-January. And then, so you
0: so you you decided to go on a journey for yourself through your fitness, and at the same time to help others as well. Yeah,
1: interesting. Yeah, usually I,
0: most people are like in the time frame, you know, working out because I used to work at a gym. Oh, cool. Right. So most often people are, are in the fitness journey, and when they start seeing results, that's usually when they said, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna get my certification."
1: Yeah, I, I guess I wanted to learn more about why my body was the way it was. Wow. Okay. And then the only way I really thought of doing that was getting certified. Mm. I was also working at a gym at the time and one of the trainers was like, you should just like get this one. It's the best one. I was like, it's worth a shot. Nice. The more I was reading, the more I was like, that's insane. Like Mm -hmm. there was actually one topic in the book that was talking about how if, you know, your hips are hurting, it might not actually be your hips. That's like that main issue. It could be your back. It could be your legs. Um, And with my hip surgery, I had really bad knee pains. Mm. And the doctors were like, we don't see anything. And then there was one doctor who found, who checked out my hips. And this, my left hip was, the ball on top of the femur was slipping off. Oh, okay. So that was in, I believe, 2012, 2011. And in the book, it said they just recently discovered that, you know, if you have pain in a certain point, that might not be that,
0: Actual, actual issue. issue. It might be something correlated to that. It, that's interesting. I I came across similar situations because when I started my um, strength training journey back in 2013 after high school, I also got injured after uh, being an athlete at the track, mm-hmm. and I pulled my hamstring, which you know I couldn't run. I, I lost during a prelim, and then um, that transitioned me into hey, you know what? I want to build my body up. But throughout those years, I put a lot. I put a lot of stress in my body especially my lower back and then you know I, I played a lot of video games and i and i drove i used to drive for lift right you know so my back would get crunched right and and it would just be so painful where i couldn't work out you mm-hmm. know and then then i got introduced to working with a trainer who didn't just teach me how to build my body but also how to uh, how to do more functional training mm. as far as that in to right. optimize that so I can you know strengthen it. And he taught me that there were certain parts of my muscle that were that were weak points, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. Which then pivoted me into like the whole dynamic workouts, functional training, range of motion, kind of understanding a little bit about that, and which pivoted me into like martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wanted to learn about that. So that. That that's an interesting story that you mentioned.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, having that realization in 2011 and then reading that it was discovered in 2013, it's just, that's exactly why I wanted to study this because Mm -hmm. that makes so much sense. Like Mm. they didn't, doctors at the time weren't as aware of, Hey, maybe it's not your knee. It's, it could be your hips. It could be your ankles. Like, so it's really interesting how the reason why I wanted to start studying was for that exact reason to learn about what just happened mm-hmm. in my life,
0: and and I think it's even more interesting that even then, now you see it. Science doesn't have everything, you know. But like as a practitioner, as you becoming a student of that, you can learn and maybe test some things out. Like, and and you just made my you just made me kind of see something a little bit different too right now because I realized that like even though there is science and data behind everything that, mm-hmm. you know, physical trainers, um, physicians you know chiropractors or physical therapy No, they don't have everything yet
1: right no and they're human so right you can't blame them because Mm -hmm. i know i don't know anything you know in in the big picture and i'm learning too just like everybody else so you have to understand that we're all growing here that's my biggest motto in my gym when i bring on a new trainer to work there i'm like i'm learning just as much as you are i don't want to be considered your boss like i know i'm helping you have a job and everything but I'm also learning with you, so if you have advice for me, if I can do things better, I'm I'm ready to learn because Love that. we're all in the same place.
0: Love that, and we're gonna touch base into the whole fitness aspect as well. But let's pivot a little bit into your business, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when you first got certified, how? So when did you start uh, your business?
1: I got certified the day after I graduated high school. No, so. I
0: mean like when did you start your the business that you have right now?
1: Oh, I opened. Um, April of 2021. So. April of
0: 2021. So it's about almost two years? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. What made you finally decide that, hey, you know, it's that we can start the business and start t- taking on clients? Because you're coming from the time that it was COVID. So yeah. people were afraid to, you know, go into gyms and stuff.
1: Yeah. So luckily my gym is, it's about a thousand square feet. So it's pretty intimate. Mm-hmm. I also have a garage roll-up door. So during those times, I always kept it open. I wore a mask. I stood on one end. They stood on the other. Right, right, right. So it was really efficient for that. Um, And once COVID started kind of dying down, more and more people wanted to come in Mm. and do group sessions and whatnot, Um, I just started really bringing on trainers to work there consistently about, I'd say, end of last year or so. Right, right, right. Um, I have two trainers now that are great. They're both women. Of course, we have, you know, male clients that come mm-hmm. in, but the fact that it's all women is pretty cool. I think that it's a cool, you know, story to have that it's...
0: Yeah, can we can we hear a little bit about what, what story? Because most people, you know, they'll start a gym to cater for people whoever they want to serve, right? Like, I've interviewed other biz, gym business owners out here as well, and usually it's about the passion for fitness, but you lean towards... You know in being inclusive exclusive in a way right
1: yeah I've so I've worked at a couple of gyms in the past and I've noticed how male dominant you know fitness is and it often is and I totally understand I was in a male dominant sport for mm-hmm, 10 years for so sure I've never been the type that's like you know anti-men or you know I'm all for women like I'm very right, open right. to whoever wants to come in I've had male trainers tra- uh, you know train out of my gym before um, but I guess the two trainers that i have now they put so much emphasis and help me realize too how safe they feel knowing that it's the girls and you know they can bring in who they want right so it's just cool to have and i i guess i've never because of my health i've never had a group of girlfriends and i think that this is a selfishly a great place <laughs> for me to like kind of get to know people and like start a social life that I never had growing up. So yeah,
0: and I'm sure in that process, you'll learn about yourself a lot more.
1: Absolutely. I'm like, well, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. And like, I like being around these people and I'm comfortable doing this. So nice. Yeah,
0: so wh- cool. what what kind of clients do you serve or is there specific clients that you serve?
1: I started with 95 percent of sports performance because okay. I was just coming gotcha. off of sports. Um, I'm still very open. I love training hockey players and uh. you know doing things sports specific just because that's what i've been used to and i never want to lose that but um now it's i'd say majority is general population just wanting to you know improve their health and i have a lot of you know middle-aged men and women who come to me just because i do a lot of detail work uh. making sure that all the details are healthy because if you know if your hips aren't fully healthy then how are you supposed to right squat how are you it's, supposed to it's funny
0: that you mentioned this um that you're very detailed i actually ran across one of your posts on a knee workout to improve it and i was doing it for me i was like huh i'm gonna try this out myself
1: hey
0: cool i <laughs> <Yeah>. love that <laughs> no was. i was i was serious because um my knee has some it was, if i started to do squats and i've been kind of you know trying to slowly increase the strength of it so that it doesn't and it doesn't have as much pain. You know, I don't know as much detail as you do, but but even then, right? That's great. I love that.
1: That's why I do it.
0: (laughs) I'm always just testing things out. You know, when people say something, oh, this is a good way to test your rotations when you're swinging. I'm like,
1: oh, okay, let me try that out. Right. You know, know, I love that. Well, thanks for testing it out. For sure. I'm, no, I'm no. You, you guys
0: it. should definitely check it, check her page. out She she puts out some good valve information, you know. Um speaking of which, you're very active on social media. You have like 12,000 followers on TikTok and then you you transitioned your page. Were you building that page up during COVID?
1: Yeah. So I actually had an hmm. account before that was almost at 10,000 on Instagram oh. and it got hacked. And, oh uh, no. Yeah, I I was like maybe it's a sign that I needed a <laughs> fresh start or something, yeah, but yeah. Because in the big picture, to me at least, social media is not the whole world.
0: For sure. Um, I mean, at some point, yeah, we kind of get sucked into it. especially. Yeah, in absolutely. How old
1: are you from asking? 20.
0: 20? Oh, dang. You're young. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> <I>
0: thought Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm young. Um, but awesome. yeah, so yeah, I just, I grew that up once I be- began my training business right. in 2020 when I became certified. I just was posting I, like every single day. Now I've slowed down to three times on my personal and then twice on the gym page. Mm. Um, I found a good system with that. But I personally, social media is not my favorite thing. You know, I'm not a big fan of social media. I just go on there to make my posts, get across what I need to, you know, communicate with people if they reach out or if I reach out. But besides that, I just feel that it can be a very toxic Place, for so. sure
0: if you don't have yeah if you don't have good uh, boundaries yes. um so here's the thing right I, do, I i told you a little bit i, I do I have an agency i work with a bunch of clients to help them out with their social media so but some, some, some of my clients see this here's the funny thing right they're active on social media but they're not actively building mm. right? right different things so i'm going to tap back into this because I'm, I'm curious to see how your thought process comes about this thing what's your intent when you're so when you're on social media
1: biggest thing is to be as genuine as possible because the second i in the past if i've posted things and i'm like who what am i even doing Mm -hmm. it's it gets no engagement at all right so i just kind of post what i want to and knowing that this could help somebody and keyword that's you know that's what gets me the furthest that's
0: that's the keyword i wanted to get out of you because um a lot of uh People, especially business owners that are on social media, their mistake is to try to monetize, sell products and sell it right away. But I always tell them that the the, the strategy is that you have to learn how to build value, mm-hmm. right? So th- it comes down to the intent of wanting to help. Mm-hmm. Even just one person, even for me, that's that's always been for me, you know, teaching people how to just make a post, well, you know?
1: Well, you, you just saying that you tried out the knee exercises, that makes me so excited. Right, because and, and that's,
0: where, that's where it comes from, right? And, yeah. and that's how you build value. And then that, helps you build up the page. Maybe you might not go viral overnight, who knows? You know, maybe you'll find different things out. But the the thing that I wanna emphasize is the fact that your intent was to help others. Right. And I think from that intention, even though you hate being on social media, right, you're able you're able to grow it and still get clients from it, right? Exactly. So yeah. so that's that's the biggest thing that I wanted to take away that I'm learning from you that I'm seeing from you mm-hmm. is that you could still hate social media But if your intent is in the right place, which is to serve and add value and help just even just one person out like me, you know, maybe I'll look (laughs) in your page, you're you could attract
1: clients. That's most important. I was going to say, too, it's all about moving with intention. Mm -hmm. It's if you're not, you know, moving with, like you said, intent through anything, it's not going to get you much that that far so
0: absolutely absolutely thank you for pointing that out yeah cool well um i want to pivot back into you as an athlete right you said you were doing hockey for Mm -hmm. since you were little
1: i started when i was like seriously started when i was 9 10 Mm -hmm. um so and i still well i still played i'm done playing now because i told you i've had seven concussions my last one being last month so i'm no longer you know playing any pickup games or things like that but I do work with the LA Kings as well so Okay. I'm doing coaching and I'm still on the ice and you know helping youth which is you know just amazing. Right. So, I'm still involved in the sport but not I'm more on the other end mm-hmm. of coaching and helping versus Helping them playing. avoid that. Yeah, situation. helping them avoid seven <laughs> confessions. So
0: That's amazing. Okay. Now when you when you when you were t- or oh, you said you remember, I remember you were training to be play for the Olympics mm-hmm. right like how, how did that go about before you decide hey it wasn't it wasn't no longer gonna serve you
1: yeah so I actually left traditional high school and went mm. to a independent study okay type of school where you just do all the work online I went inside like to the on-ground classes I think like two times a week right and then every you know Monday I go in to show them my homework and talk to the advisor teacher mm-hmm. um, but I changed schools just to solely focus on the sport because i was traveling a lot at the time i was on a team that was in anaheim um so i was driving anywhere from one to three hours to do a one hour practice and come home and actually at the time my mom was driving me so it was luckily nice to have that time with her but um just a lot of hours in the car Mm -hmm. a lot of hours training i was able to train during the day with on ice coaches off ice coaches um i've you know like i said traveling and everything and my health there was one game september 16th of 2018 when during the game my legs were feeling super weird Uh very fatigued in the first period when it's usually the third period that Uh your legs get tired right um and at the end of the game my coach was like your face is gray like do you want to go get your parents and i was like yeah i feel awful right now and i got them i sat on the bench just right next to them and I felt like my whole body was in quicksand, like I felt like I was not going to make it. Um, At the time, we were in Long Beach, so we went to the uh, Long Beach emergency room. They saw some levels were raised in my heart, so they wanted to keep me there for a while and just make sure everything was okay. Turns out, after I think a total of 20 days um, cut up, I think the first round of hospital visit was a week and then second one was 12 or 13 days we found pages worth of issues that were going on inside of me from uh, Babisi disease which is like a form of lyme disease mm. you know epstein-barr which is chronic fatigue some gut infections um also pots which is heart some an issue with your heart um and yeah i just started actually taking all natural supplements because mm. The medications that I was given or, you know, being on a high-salt diet was awful for me. It made me feel worse. high-salt? Yeah, so the heart-conditioned POTS, the cure for it huh. was 500 milligrams of salt per day, sodium. Um, I took sodium pills. I added a bunch of salt on my food. You know, the next day I broke out in hives everywhere, and I felt worse than I did before. Really? So... None of that stuff was working for me. It could work for others, just not for me. Right. My body's pretty sensitive. So um, we transitioned to a more holistic natural doctor. Mm-hmm. And I took probably 10 different kinds of supplements every day for months. And I've been healthy ever since. So
0: Nice. That's awesome. I imagine your mom must have been worried yeah. every, every yeah. single parts of this concussion and along the process, too.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: And shout out to her for supporting you from the beginning. And she's right here right now, actually, if you guys don't know. She's out here. I'm like, oh, that's super cool. You know, I wish my mom was there for me to support and stuff she's when I'm out. She's been like my mm-hmm. best
1: friend. My, my mom, dad, sister, they've all been the people in my that's life. Awesome. So it's it's huge to be able to have them. And I definitely would not be here if it wasn't for them because of mm-hmm. how much they've been the voices and decision makers outside of my body. Because that's awesome. There's are certain points in my life where I had no idea what to do. So.
0: Right, right. Shout out to them. Shout yeah. out to Marie. She's, <laughs> she's right here, too, and, and all the family, too. So as far as, you know, obviously, I imagine, especially as a young kid, going through this thing where you wanted to, you know, eventually compete in the Olympics and maybe even more, right, in your hockey life. Like, talk to us through the process of you deciding, hey, I need to pick myself up and transition into you know this whole fitness journey right i know you mentioned you gained a little bit of weight during before that and then you pivot into that but like what about in the mental aspect you know and you mentioned you had your family supporting you luckily
1: yeah so i'd say 95 percent of everything is mental mm-hmm. if you're not mentally in something it's not gonna work in right. my opinion um with my case growing up i've you know i've been through a lot so it caused me to close off my emotions and Mm. not really express how I felt and a big part of what happened in 2018 was because of that I was so stressed and so not okay that it came out in the form of all different issues with my health coping senses yeah absolutely and um it was scary and luckily there were some doctors who were like you like you got to focus on mentally what's going on too Mm. because maybe it's not all just physical like Mm -hmm a lot of the stuff I went through, you couldn't see. So um, they've, they were telling me to go get checked with seizures or things like that. Um, turns out, like I said, a biggest, the biggest, one of the biggest things was just mentally not listening to how I truly felt and not expressing that. I had a, an amazing support system and I have to this day, but I didn't use it that often. Uh-huh. So I, it kind of forced me to learn, like, you've got to just express how you're feeling. If you're feeling stressed about I was pretty stressed about training for, you know, hardcore. I loved that I left traditional school mm-hmm. to do it, but it was a lot. It's a lot Frustrous. on your body, it's a lot mentally taxing and everything, and I never expressed it and I also wasn't conscious enough to realize that that mm. was an issue. Um and of course to this day it's still a work in progress, but the fact that I'm able to express in that moment like, "Hey, this is making me upset or I'm frustrated about this." And I have no health issues. They definitely mm-hmm. go hand in hand. And I know some NHL pros that are going through the same exact thing.
0: They just don't know how to express it. Or maybe that they have this idea or concept that it's not okay to talk about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 like you're weak. But I, right, right. in my opinion, especially now, it's like you're stronger to feel comfortable and safe enough to be able to express your true feelings.
0: Right. You know. I also believe that if you can acknowledge that you're in pain... That you are not okay it makes it much more easier to work with it because you could actually identify it
1: absolutely that's the that's the first step is figuring out what is what is this like what is going Diagnosis, on yeah right? absolutely
0: yeah that's awesome yeah because I'm a big believer that like hey like especially with coaches and mentors I've come across with the top meat stuff is is bottling stuff up and to the point where like oh you think everything's okay is is not okay like dude like you're human you have yes. to tell yourself sometimes you feel
1: like shit exactly <laughs> You know? it's like yeah. you're you're not going to be this bubbly happy person uh-huh. all the time and i think that's what i was trying to do so hard but then i was paralyzed still making jokes like in 2018 i there were periods of time throughout the day where it looked like i was gonna die uh-huh. as harsh as that sounds but there was one time it lasted for, I'd say, 15 minutes where I was just lifeless on the hospital bed. And I come out of it and I'm like making jokes with my sister. I <laughs> never fully, like, accepted that it's okay to, you know, feel shitty. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to have a perfect life. And that's what makes life life. So, yeah, it's so true. It's yeah. like...
0: Absolutely. And and, and I, I love that about this generation because when... So I'm 28 or 27. I'm going to be 20 this year. When we were growing up in social media, content for mental health, emotional vulnerability, uh, talking about, you know, just expressing yourself from an emotional sense was not present. It was like it was about to showcase. It was about showcasing your lifestyle to tell people how good your life was. Absolutely. Right. So for you guys, generation growing up, like it's become more present. I love that. You know, and, right. and I think now that's become more clear. And I think that's why the rise of like, you know, the need for for counselors, therapists, you know, um, maybe just a friend. Right. Right. In general has has become a big thing because, you know, we 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 desensitize the idea that in the past, even then it, it's just that it wasn't OK to talk about it. or It wasn't a thing to talk about. It, it was cool. even taboo. Right. Right. But now it's it's becoming more of a conversation, and and it's it's not that it's it's never it's not that I believe this. I it's not that it's never been present. It's just that it was it didn't have a space to talk about it, and now it's just exposing it.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, I feel like there just needed to be that one person to show their true colors mm-hmm. on social media, and now it's now it's. I feel everywhere I look. Of course, there's still going to be the fake bodies, fake lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many now natural, real, genuine people that it's like social media is definitely better than what it has ever been. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like you said, there's still boundaries that I choose to set for myself. Like I don't want to scroll too much because it's gonna be a spiral of like, Mm -hmm. how did I end up on a model's Instagram page and now I'm like (laughs) now I'm not happy with the way I look. So (laughs) it's just too much. I'd rather not. (laughs) You know what?
0: what Someone uh, I always hear from other marketers is um, if you want to fix your algorithm go to the thing that makes you happy the most yes. and just like a bunch of those that's stuff. That's what I do. So then it fixes your algorithm for uh, you. My
1: whole uh, explore page is, honestly, Despicable Me Minions because those <laughs> make me very happy. I love that. <laughs> and dogs. So I'm right, like, honestly, right, right. and wedding rings and wedding dresses. Uh-huh. I'm like, those things are so pure and carefree. It's like, nobody cares. Like, it's just right, so... Right, right, right. <laughs>
0: I, I think that's why I have a safe... Um, leverage or say foundation for social media is because I know how to work that thing right I know how to distinguish my thoughts and my actions on social media although I can get sucked in you know yeah me too. I, I can see that but like I'm not uh, I'm not as a oh my gosh I feel shitty after right watching social media. I can just turn it off and I'm like oh huh, that, was d- that was dumb yeah no exactly <laughs> and
1: then you're like carrying on with your day
0: right 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 so talk to us about like you know you mentioned a little bit about your the emotions that you had to acknowledge and realize how did you get past, I mean, dude, like seven concussions? Like for most people, they're probably like, man, maybe my time is up. You know, you could have, how, how do you keep going?
1: Um, honestly, the thing that keeps pushing me is there's been, since birth, there's been a handful of times where I could have passed away. Hmm. Um, and if I can handle, you know, being paralyzed for three weeks, I can handle... Working through another obstacle mm. Like I feel like I've already been through so much That it's why would I give up now I, I love that That would have wasted my whole life of working hard And pushing myself to be okay And also accepting that You know sometimes I'm not the Okay I feel like that would have just completely wasted All of that and I've had my support system Tell me that's never an option Like that's never an option to Do something you can't reverse So mm-hmm. I think just Continuously remembering that, and I have—I'm so, only 20. I have so much. I want yeah, to get married. That. I want to retire. Like I want, so I want to travel. So there's so much I want to do. And if I do anything to give up, you know, I won't be able to experience all that. So. Right,
0: right. So what I'm hearing is one, acknowledging that there's things that you can't change in your life. Absolutely. Two, doing things about it and whatever, and then focusing on the things that. Can make you happy and that you can go go after,
1: yeah. and just like getting help, it's I mm. feel like that's still kind of new for people in this generation. is right. accepting that you can't do it by yourself. being like,
0: okay that you're not okay and then asking for help.
1: yeah, there's not always, yeah. you know, there's there's always going to be things that you can figure out on your own, but for sure, bigger situations like concussions. I've i like I told you, I've just started feeling like myself the past three days mm-hmm. and. I've been awesome. going to therapy, I've been going to the chiropractor, physical therapy, you know, everything you can think of because I'm seeking as much help as I can so right, I can right. start feeling more like myself again.
0: Right, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and I think that's amazing because, you know, it puts me into perspective. Like, I've never had, thankfully, like any crazy situ- uh, c- uh, health issues, you know, like the most I'll get is probably... Um. Yeah. Right. Not gonna <laughs> Maybe the worst situation for me is that I'm lactose intolerant.
1: <laughs> that's a bad situation. I I'm understand. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's not a good one. Uh, so I can't I enjoy understand. dairy.
0: I know. But like for other people out there, you know, like I guess what I'm trying is I'm not, I'm not trying to sit. I'm not trying to demean their problems. But like putting it into, into your situation, like dude, like if if Lola can do it, then shit what else is possible for you out there you know
1: there's always you can always change your life there's nothing in my opinion impossible to overcome um and just like how you say if i can do it that's how i look at other people too like if they can get out of whatever they have been in Mm -hmm. it's like come on like absolutely I, i feel like there's always that light at the end of the tunnel it's just a matter if you choose to see that or not
0: Right, 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 and I, I, that's that's a good point that you made because I think you know um, it's it's about seeing what's ahead of you. Yeah, right. I think people are so focused on creating this predicted lifestyle, materialistic or possessions or status that we forget that hey, like like there's more to it than life.
1: Absolutely, and right? just understanding like if you focus on like for my head, for example, I was so like oh my god, what if I'm never gonna get better? It's like well, just worry about today and you know making breakfast and then see how you feel like just take it moment by moment and your life is already mapped out for you so trust that and understand that this is happening for a reason and accept it you love that you're not going to have like even the shitty stuff in life it's it's happening for a reason. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: I do believe things happen to you for a reason. One, because either you're not prepared for it, or two, it's supposed to test you.
1: <laughs> I, I honestly think that's what this concussion was.
0: Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I did make breakfast today, and I didn't focus on that. Thank you, Lola. Of
1: course. I'm glad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's pivot, pivot into your business, right? So for any new new people that decide to come in, what can they expect working with you, like, you know, um, as far as this end?
1: Um, so it's very laid back and fun I've like I've told you I've been in gyms where it's so uptight and mm-hmm. I'm like I don't even want to touch the weights because I'm like so, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah um, but
0: so for beginners
1: yeah so. it's it's I'm very open I love you know like I said growing with people also teaching what I know I'm very patient when it comes to beginners because I was once there too mm-hmm. um, and it's a safe space for people to come I like I told you some people might not have a support system a friend or therapist or whatnot to go to so to be able to be that for them i love that because from what i've learned i can relate as best i can to whatever they're going through Mm -hmm. and to see that they are actually understanding where i'm coming from and learning from whatever advice i'm giving them that's huge you know training and working out is of course it's physical but like I said it's mental too. So mm-hmm. if you're not in it mentally, you're not going to get the full effect. So I like to be able to promote that A everyone's welcome. I love working with anybody. And B you're safe to come in and you know, open up, show your true colors and everything and there's no judgment. I always say that to, in all my consultations mm-hmm. like it's there's never any, any judgment. I'm here to work with you, not you working for whatever. Like it's it's a very equal area so
0: yeah i i love that that you know you create that safe space because sometimes it's all about the this, this space environment because i've worked with different gyms mm-hmm. i've been in different gyms mm-hmm. and i can see why certain people start to work out and become or continuously become a member of certain spots mm-hmm. you know like i've even become part of the culture where they stick to that gym because of people right like that and and you know that, that's a big part in gyms it's like it's who's who's involved in there mm-hmm. Right. And, and that culture really creates that community right. where people want to continuously devote themselves in there. You right. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. What What are some of the things that you're looking forward to or maybe something that you're building along your business and projects?
1: Um. So right now, my main focus is to be able to get my gym running without me needing to be there. OK. I've I feel like I've been doing it long enough to where now I want to give others the opportunity to grow their business and kind of start that process um something small too i, I have a little recovery massage room mm-hmm. in the gym right now but i want to transform that to a little shake place so i can sell okay shakes
0: are you going to be making it or? Yeah. okay gotcha. yeah so
1: it's going to be a cute little addition that i want to nice. add just to give people something new mm. and the recovery room is very rarely used so um yeah those are the two next steps for me and Kind of just seeing that grow without me, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Love um, that, love that. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. And what, what about for yourself? I mean, what are some things you're excited for for yourself?
1: Um, as far as health and fitness, I am I finally felt motivated to get back on to everything, whether it was eating, working out, you know, self-help reading books. You know what I mean? And Because huh. this past month, I didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. It was just comfort food and no exercise because I couldn't exercise Mm. because of my head. Right. Um, So feeling that motivation back is really exciting. Um, In the future I definitely, once I do get the gym running without me, I want to be able to travel more and experience because I feel that there's so much more life that I want to see. For sure. Um, I feel like I've been in a bubble my whole life just because of endless hospital visits and Mm -hmm. all of that. Um, And yeah just finding new things that I love to do and spending time with the people I love and I guess just kind of healing the little kid in me because mm. I felt since I was as young as I can remember I had to you know mentally think older because of big things I was dealing with right so kind right. of just relive what a typical I love kid that. would live you know i wish
0: i had said that about myself when i was in, i was i was trying to get away from my kid self when i was like around your age right and i was trying to be adult but like now that i think about it i'm actually i feel like i'm, I'm more of a kid <laughs> no exactly yeah
1: it's so true i feel the same exact way
0: yeah that's awesome that you're finding that out early on the age you know because mm-hmm. for me i'm like if there's one thing you know that i can tell people is like if you have the opportunity to like and, and I'm not saying, you know, you had to live like a kid. I understand you have finances and everything to take care of responsibilities. But if you have the option to, you know, relive some of those moments, I, I, I would definitely do it.
1: Absolutely. Just going to, uh, you know, golf and stuff like, you know, mini putting group. Like th- there's so many carefree things that I feel like I never did when I was little because I couldn't. Or else yeah. I went with my my family and every second was, are you feeling okay? Like, are you okay? That was our biggest phrase in the house. You okay? Like, mm-hmm. um, so to be able to do that now with no hesitation, I think that's why I'm like, oh, I just want to do it. That's so, awesome. And also, like I said, coaching kids and youth, I feel like instilling that in them just Oh, to, you coached you too? Nice. Yeah, so with hockey and everything, mm-hmm. um, instilling that, just have fun. Like, don't rush too much, especially when you're 14, 15. I know during that time I was the same where I was like I just want to grow up like I just want to be 18 I just want to be 20 21 whatever um, so to be able to instill that in kids too, just like enjoy these mm. moments as much as you can because you'll never be 14 again so for
0: sure that's awesome That's yeah. awesome you definitely have a lot coming up ahead of you like I'm looking forward to see how your journey progresses over time thank you I appreciate yeah because like um, I've, I've seen a lot of people that we've intaken here and interviewed you know, and then now fast forward three years later, even after COVID, like what they built as far as, far as community impact, you know, um, creation, it's its pretty amazing. Thank so you, maybe man. at some point in the future, we'll have you back on again and talk about what's <laughs> what you've created. You
1: yeah. Well, so,
0: OK, cool. But as far as that, and I think um, we're uh, wrapping it up as far as the episodes. Um for anybody tuning in, if they want to reach out to you, whether for your services or they just want to connect with you, where can they find you?
1: Yeah, so I have an Instagram. Like I said, my personal is Lola.mormino, my first and last name. And then my gym Instagram is Lola's underscore underscore house. Okay. Um you can see my website on each of those. Uh my email will be there. I think you can call me or text me throughout social media. <laughs> There's like so many things <laughs> that I yeah. did. Um you could also look up Lola's House Gym in Westlake and i it should come up on safari so um yeah there's a bunch of different ways you can contact me i'm always open to being contacted i love meeting new people and sharing experiences and hopefully i was able to help others feel less alone if they're feeling this way now or if they've felt this way so
0: oh i'm sure like every voice that i've had in here it helps one and my my biggest thing is always if it, it takes one person at a time absolutely you know like if you can change one person's life like imagine if their life was changed, right? And they're able to change the person with them, now you change the relationship. Right. And that relationship, the two people can change a family. And that family can change a neighborhood. Right. And that neighborhood can change, you know, uh, city. a town <laughs> yeah. and a city and as it grows. And that that's why I'm a big believer in impacting one person at a time.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. it's a process and that's the most important, is just enjoying that process. Absolutely. So.
0: Okay, well, I definitely appreciate you for being in here. And there's one more question I always ask everybody before we end up the episode. If there's one message that you could voice out for anybody tuning in right now, what would that be based on everything that we talked about?
1: I'd say the biggest message to get out is to really understand that your journey is different than everybody else's. So mm. to really trust that and believe that you're a, here for a reason. Nobody's ever made or created to not be Um, and just to understand that yeah everyone is in a different point in their life Um, understanding that you know you're important even if you don't feel that way Um, and there's always that light at the end of the tunnel just trusting that process even if things seem super hard and knowing that you, you can have a support system if you reach out and you're expressive of your emotions and feelings and really just tapping into how you truly feel so
0: love that love that Love that. Well, thanks again for driving out here to share your story, Yeah, thank Lola. you, Lola. And I, I definitely enjoyed hearing your story. Hopefully, for anybody listening out there, um, you guys enjoyed it and found some inspiration along the way as well. So thanks again, Lola.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. And, and for anybody tuning in, thank you guys for listening to the episode. We'll see you guys in the next one.